Now back to the Sunday show with Lemoya Burks and Mark White brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOI. Hey, thanks, Derek, for making all things possible here uh, with the Sunday show from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. morning as we make sure to include you, our community, in all things local, state, and national. Speaking of, again, you are welcome to give us a call. We're here waiting on you, 903-794-1047. We're using this segment to uh, give this floor to you, uh, to give voice uh, to questions, comments, or concerns with the world around you. Yeah, definitely. Um, Please give us a call, 903-794-1047. We appreciate the call. We appreciate the last two callers. I definitely brought up some definitely um, important topics uh, that's uh, important to the community. So by all means, you know, we're giving this forum for you guys to allow yourselves to be able to voice those things that you find important as well mark did you know on a lighter note we're gonna bounce to this that the red river hoop fest will be in town december 3rd and 4th yep next weekend the regional showcase so again there's something for all of us to do go hang out something for the youth to do constructive uh, as we're talking about better ways of our community Uh, we'll be there yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you definitely get the opportunity to see some, uh, some, some basketball uh, for those who are basketball junkies, and uh, you know, see some of the local people, um, yeah. some of the local talent yeah. that we have here, yeah. and um, get them opportunity to showcase themselves, not only to the community but to probably some of those people who are looking to move yeah. up uh, in college. Well, in local football. You know, so we've got a Pleasant Grove win. Yay. Texas high win. Yeah, Texas high win. And so, you know, um, I think that it's really good that we're continuing those, well, I want to call them traditions. Right. Right. Um, But, you know, basketball is also becoming another staple in the city. I don't know if we can say again, you know, Mm -hmm. however we want to phrase that. But, you know, A&M Texarkana has a basketball team. Yes. um, for the students there, which right. is a very exciting thing to go watch. And, you know, now we have the regional showcase going on. Um, so that's something very good. You know, we talk about economic development yep. a lot, yep. um, but there's also this a- this aspect of it that's very exciting for our area. That's right. It gives, Like I say, it gives an opportunity for uh, young people or <laughs> whoever decides they want to play right? to get out there and, and showcase themselves. And um, So we are, Arca- we are Washington. Mm-hmm. Did, I know noticed uh, I've been kind of watching um, a youth basketball camp mm-hmm. um, and in a very needed area of Texarkana Texarkana Arkansas if I'm not mistaken mm-hmm. and it's going to be every Saturday um, and there's a contact for that um, I've noticed it on the social media outlets and actually thought to take my boys out um, so if you're looking for something to do uh, with the children in a safe environment go check out we are Arkansas I'm sorry we are Washington um, um, because you know something like basketball is never too late, um, and even just the ball from ball handling skills to uh, there's tons of opportunity for the kids. Yeah, and it gives them an opportunity to learn some things and maybe mm-hmm. introduce them to something that mm-hmm. they they're interested in. So uh, definitely want to check that out. Uh, we are Washington. This is called. We and are so, Washington. And definitely want to give that an opportunity uh, for the for the young folks. And like I said, give them something to do. You know, mm-hmm. you're gonna have times now where uh, the kids are going to be out of school, um, and uh, it gives them something to do, help keep them uh, busy. Um, so uh, definitely want to you know take this opportunity to. Uh, Take a look at this program. 
Yeah, um, and actually, uh, Donnie and Lamisa Reed, um, it looks like they may be contacts for it as well. Um, but it's called I Am he- I Am a Hero Basketball Camp, and it's for ages uh, or grades uh, one through six. The location is at Washington School on Marietta, um, and it's a free basketball camp with free registration. Cool. So they had camp number one yesterday, um, and so there's uh, uh, particular times depending on the, the grade or the age of your child. And it is sponsored by I Am Hero. So, again, um, um, and it is facilitated by We Are Washington. Cool. Okay. Yes. Now, as we're talking about that engagement, political engagement, <laughs> uh, we're watching the shift in the paradigm of the legislative district election. Oh, no, Lord. Yeah. Mark, I'm waiting on you because I know. <laughs> well, for those of you who don't know, um, there's because of this, the uh, 20, uh, 2020 census, um, it, it allows uh, the states to do a redistricting of their congressional districts across their entire state. So every state, all states in the union, um, has the opportunity. In particular, the great state of Texas that we want to mm-hmm. say something about this morning Um District 3, uh, if I'm correct, uh, is the district down in the uh, Fort Worth, uh, so Tarrant County, Dallas County area, which incorporates Fort Worth, Arlington, Dallas, uh, that that particular area. Now, <clears throat> this particular district has seen an increase in population, in particular Latino population. And mm. so this population growth has um, gotten to the point where District 3 is uh, currently is at 40 48% Latino, 20% um, Caucasian. Well, the great state of Texas and the Republican leg- legislature that's down there now, uh, and everybody pretty much know where I'm going with this, is um, talking about redistricting and, and redrawing the map. And they have already done that. So now, this is, is kind of di- di- difficult to describe on radio, but I do the best that I can. <laughs> We're talking about the area around Terry County, which is Fort Worth, mm-hmm. and a little bit above and a little bit below, all the way across over to Dallas County, um, which, you know, in Arlington and Irving right. and all this, the uh, surrounding. So for the most part, the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. Mm-hmm. And so now what they're doing in redistricting is that they're t- Taking just a little sliver around Arlington, okay. So the, the Fort Worth is out, Dallas is out, all right, and then they're incorporating the counties below them. So um, you know, not Tourette and 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 Dallas, but all the counties that's south of that. So now they're changing the demographics of this from. 48% Latino, 20% Caucasian, to 60% Caucasian, mm. 18% Latino. Listen. So the question is, does this suggest that we're diminishing the power of voters of color? Absolutely. That's exactly Callers, what you're, you're welcome to call, call in and in. weigh in. <laughs> this is what this is talking about. And listen, you know, we have to get a, a, gra- a grasp on this. This is what, ha- listen, people, I can't say it enough. Elections have consequences. Mm-hmm. When you do not get out and vote for your local election, I'm talking about school boards. I'm talking mm-hmm. about state representatives. I'm talking about state senators. And I'm talking about the governors of the state. Because this does affect also your state board of education. It does. It does. And so it we see that trickle does. down to local. Now, you know, 
This does suggest that it does cause an effect directly on uh, voters of the power of the voters of color, which goes against the pair the the presence that new census numbers provide us with factual data that diversity is increasing. Absolutely. Across the entire United States. And so, you know, what you see here is a um, a, a a blatant um, um, move in order to um, control the legislative branch of government in the United States Congress. So, you know, again, <laughs> I can't emphasize enough the importance of um, getting out there to vote. And, you know, I, listen, we, gotta, we can't wait until 2024 in order to do something. Mm-hmm. You got to make this start happening now. And so you got to get yourself out there and, and vote for these folks that are going to do some things that's going to help benefit you. Um, this 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 redistricting is definitely going to suppress the vote and, and it's what so we do this what every is it eight or ten years every ten every years, 10 years. Mm-hmm. now because the thing is is that there are lawsuits popping up everywhere absolutely regarding this everywhere. um and so th- this raises an even higher plateau i mean it's in it's very important that uh because it's to ensure that there's not illegal discrimination, which that there isn't there. Uh, I don't know how you want to use it. <laughs> um, so and we're going to see more. Uh, I mean, it's going to continue. It's going to continue and it's going to get worse. Listen, you all know that there have been laws changed in order to, for voter suppression in many, many states, in particular, deep south. You got Georgia, you got Arkansas, you got Alabama, you have Texas, you have North Carolina. I mean, all these states have instituted with Republican controlled legislatures in the state have instituted some form of voter suppression law in order to keep you from getting out to vote. Okay, so Voters Right Act was was it 1965? 1965. 1965. Texas has been barred by law from discriminating against voters of color, right? Since Congress passed that 1965, right. right? Yet in every decade since then, federal judges have ruled at least once that the state violated federal protections for voters in redistricting. But now you do realize that back in 19, uh, excuse me. <laughs> 20, uh, 2011, 2012, somewhere around there, mm-hmm. they gutted the Voting Rights Act. And what mm-hmm. that did was that no longer have gave them what they call the preclusion for being able to see before they could do anything, they had to ask the federal government whether or not this was going to be okay. When they vote, when they voted, excuse me, when the United States Supreme Court uh, uh, gutted the Voter Rights Act, it gave the the states the opportunity to go ahead and do that without having to consult the federal government. So that's the reason why you see all of these draconian law changes mm. to suppress votes. They no longer are, are bound by the Voting Rights Act of '65 since the Supreme Court had gone on and changed it. So that's the reason why you see all this stuff going. on. Listen, it's getting to the point now. Now, you all, you've heard this, in Georgia, if you're standing in line and somebody brings you some food, you could be there. arrested. Yes, <laughs> I mean, yes, what, yes, I yes. mean, what kind of law are we talking about? Now, I'm, I'm still back on this, the population versus, I mean, because the breakdown of Texas population as of 2020, you have 40% Caucasian. Yes. 
39 percent. Yes. Correct. Mm-hmm. 12, per- 12 black. Yes. And then five, uh, the other five is Asian. And That's then right. you have other, which is, uh, I think, 3% or less of two or more races. So, uh, and listen, uh, again, you're talking about 40% Caucasian and 38% Latino. So you're about neck and neck on that, okay? Now you add another 12% of African American. So now you got 50% of the population that's minority. So now you're looking at a minority state. Right. Okay. And so now what they're doing is, like, oh, oh, my goodness, we can't have this. You know, uh, what's going to happen? So they're changing all the voting laws and they're redistricting in order to continue to have power to be able to make decisions based upon what they want to protect. Right. At a... At a um public hearing, Ms. Gonzalez, who's a retired educator, this is what she told lawmakers, and I absolutely love it. She says, colorblind has two meanings. One, that decisions are made without racial bias. These maps have obviously been made for racial biases. She says, however, this committee is also colorblind in terms of being deliberately blind to citizens of color by making maps that silence their impact. Absolutely. Which goes without being said. I mean, you know. <laughs> listen, these are, listen, this, everybody kind of saw this coming, especially with the last census, because uh, Texas actually grew in population. So that's mm-hmm. the reason why they were able to get two additional congressional Now, seats. am I right that our area lost? That's we correct. We lost individuals that's right right. Uh, and i found that very interesting right because we're talking again economic impact and the mobility to to bring in uh, east texas forward Mm -hmm. but we lost population numbers but the increase in population number around austin right dallas uh houston uh um fort worth area those metroplex areas so you see an increase in population if you notice they're trying to do voter suppression as well as in the fourth largest city in the United States, which is Houston, Texas. So, I mean, they're, they're, I mean <laughs> so so with the increase in population in the state, <clears throat> then the House gained two additional seats. That's correct. But the question is, who do those additional seats represent? That's correct. Even though you've got population increasing in diversity, which we've known uh, for quite a while that the melting pot theory is real. We, I mean, right. you know, whether it's data that you're looking solely at or if you just use your eyes and look around. I mean, it's just kind of common sense. But the way that we're moving on the checkerboard dictates something a little different. That's doesn't correct. It? So. That's right. And, it, and you, you notice that all of these laws are in Republican control state legislatures where the, you could have a Democratic governor but if the Republican um, legislator if the legislation branch of the Senate and the and the um, representatives are, are, are Republican they're making up these laws and they're implementing these things on the people and you got to get out and vote people I can't emphasize that enough you got to get out and vote and make sure that you can put a stop to some of this stuff listen you can't continue to rely on the court system you do realize that um, the Republican Senate loaded up the court system um, before during the 45 presidency so you you realize they got some 300 brand new judges in there some of them ultra conservative so you can't sit there and say oh well the courts are going to protect us no the only people who are going to protect the citizens are the citizens themselves so you got to get out there and you got to do what you got to do to vote to make 
take care of these things. Now, did you know, <clears throat> as an educator, I have to hit this. Um, Texas has more than 5.3 million students yes. enrolled in Texas public education, mm-hmm. right? And so as we're talking solutions, what are we going to do with the kids? And, you know, what about their education and their future? Mm-hmm. Did you know, according to TEA, which is the Texas Education Agency, there are more than 52% Hispanic students, um, about uh, 12.7% are African-American and 4.7% are Asian-American. And then there are about 26.5% Caucasian students. Wow. See? So go and do the math on that. That's correct. So you're looking at school, even if you look at it as a, a, a representation sample. That's correct. We're talking about a sampling. And then if you even watch you know how we're governing <clears throat> and I, I like to use the word governing mm-hmm. the school systems the movement the behavior the outcomes that's a sample set that's correct right that has to grow and maturate that's right now you look at it on a larger scale in the state that's right setting and you look at it also you're looking at the future of the state just mm-hmm. look at what you mm-hmm. see in the school system mm-hmm. and that's the future of the state mm-hmm. so you can see there's definitely a migration into a minority rule in the state but they're doing everything that they can to prevent that from happening right and so where do we begin local right so we talk a lot about local business franchise we talk you know economic development economic development we preach that we talk about uh volunteerism you know all of those things are important things on the table absolutely y'all our local vote (laughs) <laughs> it can't you can't we can't emphasize enough how important it is to choose people on your school boards mm-hmm. on your council in your uh mayor uh races it, it's it's just it's it's too important for you not to pass it and we say that we're tired of hearing it and it too has a season just as the holidays sure but does the pain and the grief does it have a season no, unfortunately, it does. <laughs> not in this. Not in this. Not in this subject. Right. We're going to take a <clears throat> quick commercial break when we come back. We've got about ten minutes till we climb the mountain of getting out of here. Please give us a call. We want to hear from you. Nine zero three seven nine four one zero four seven. We'll be back. We'll be right back with more of the Sunday Show with Lemoya Burks and Mark White. Brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on one zero four point seven KTOY. I'd like to ask you a question. When was the last time you heard from your insurance agent? Have you sat down with your agent to review your policy coverage, premiums, and make necessary changes? Your life changes over time. So should your insurance. This is your local State Farm agent, Derek McGarry, and I would love to be your good neighbor. Please visit us on Kings Highway in Wake Village next to Anytime Fitness or call us at 831-2000. When I first heard about COVID-19, I was like, what is this? I didn't take it serious, and I should have. My wife and I both caught COVID-19. I couldn't taste, I couldn't smell, but I'm one of the lucky ones. Man, when it was my turn to get the vaccine, I jumped on it. Because in my mind, it was between the vaccine or a ventilator. The sooner you get the vaccine, the sooner we get back to hanging out with friends and family. Take a shot at staying healthy. Get the vaccine. Brought to you by the Arkansas Department of Health. Learn more at healthy.arkansas.gov. Now back to the Sunday show with Lemoya Burks and Mark White. Brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOI. 
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Sunday show. And again, we can't thank Derek McGarry enough for his sponsorship uh, from State Farms Insurance and, uh, and all that he does to help promote this program. Uh, as we Before we left on the break, we were talking about the demographics changes in the state of Texas and how they are making the changes not to represent the demographics changes that are there, but they're trying to um, allow themselves to keep in power. And so we'll continue on with that topic. And please. If you have uh, a discussion that you want to bring up, please call us at 903-794-1047, and we'll gladly take your call in particular on this particular topic. So, um, you know, Lamario, before we broke out, we were talking about the demographic changes, and we not only saw that in the statewide, but we saw it in school, which is also a future representation of what's going to be going on in the state. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's important, and we can't emphasize enough about people getting out there and and voting before it gets too late because listen once your voice gets taken away the difficulty of regaining it 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 increases exponentially so it's important that you do the steps that you got to take right now in order to maintain that level so you can have the voice that you need in order to make the change that you need that's going to be the benefit of your life so it's important we can't emphasize that enough ladies and gentlemen All right. Well, this is a slight shift, but it's still an area of concern. Um, African-American children seem to go missing at a higher rate than Caucasian children. I know you can't help but to see the trend. Mm -hmm. And um, sometimes when the alert goes off on my phone, it may not be at the most convenient time. Correct. Um, But you, you have to. I mean, you've got to notice that. And, and you know, um, there's national calling of where are they? Um, and there's uh, coalitions that are banding together, if you do not know, um, in search of where and why. So, um, but the African-American children are uh, missing at a higher rate than any other <clears throat> population. Um, and here's why we don't hear about it. Um you know, the cases are compelling. Uh, the media attention with it is is, is definitely not as high. Um, and so the National Crime Information Center database has 424,066 missing children under 18. And that was just in 2018. So the numbers continue to climb. And the most recent year for the data uh, is, is becoming more available. As we know, the government produces uh, numbers at least a year behind. And with the pandemic, I can't imagine um, there being a slight change in uh, presenting those numbers. Um, and so, you know, the FBI reporting groups um, then it's harder to say how many Hispanic children are missing and I find that quite interesting Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't understand, um, and, and they're proposing that it may be that their families are hesitant in calling the police. And that's normally the case, that there's a lot of hesitation, and in particular with the Latino community, because they some may not be here legally. Well, and it's, and then, it's also saying it with people of color, like African-Americans. Mm-hmm. So there again, as we're talking about voter suppression, we're talking about crime um, and redistricting and things, there again, there's the mistrust between law enforcement in the minority community yes. and this takes another gut punch uh, at the cost of our children um, in trying to figure out where and so you know there's this silent code I guess of not uh, when you don't see it you don't hear it and I'm not going to say uh, but it could be your child your mother your father that's missing yes 
um, and yeah. it not getting as much media coverage is very concerning. It is, it is extremely concerning because, uh, you know, uh, you know, the kid, the, and everybody gets these Amber Alerts on their phone. <laughs> As you said before, they don't come at the most opportune <laughs> time, but you're still getting them, and you're always seeing somebody's child being kidnapped or taken away. And it's just really heartbreaking to know that our youth are being subjugated, subjected to this type of behavior, you know, in particular, in, in, in this particular state that we're in. So it's, Well, it it's, concerns me because some are classified as runaways. Yes. Well, you know, sex trafficking. That's correct. Um, is a piece in this. And, you know, we have social media and all of those outlets that are mm-hmm. becoming harder and harder to or more challenging to maintain. And so um, missing children can be referred to kids who are abducted by relatives and children and uh, they leave the home either voluntarily or after being lured by someone else. That's right. And so that's that's the that's the scare. There is um, the not them knowing they're just going to classify them as a runaway, and then there's an extended amount of time before they actually consider. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and so data shows that black children are overrepresented in foster care and are to, at a high, much higher risk for homelessness. So, you know, if we take sex trafficking out of it or if that become if that is a factor and then they're released, if that's what you want to call it, our children are still. I don't know what to, to say. It, right. It, it's, 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 it's like I say, it's extremely heartbreaking and it's uh, very important. It's just adding to the many different um, difficulties that we have uh, with our uh, with our our particular race and our, and our kids and you know we have to we have to take it very seriously um, you know these these issues that we bring up are important issues uh, you know uh, fortunately we haven't heard about too many things going on in this community but listen we're not immune to what's going on around us in this world and so you know it's important that we um, we definitely take it very seriously and we need to do the research so we'll know how to combat mm-hmm. it Mm-hmm. So there is a foundation, Black and Missing, and it does report. Uh, here's uh, an, uh, the definite update. So we gave you the 2018 numbers, but in 2020, uh, the Black and Missing Foundation reports 543,000 people were reported missing. Uh, African Americans make up roughly 13 percent, almost 40 percent of missing people of color. So if you want updates in uh, the newsletter and the streaming show that reports Black and Missing, it is called the Black and Missing foundation let's band together uh go uh advocacy uh route in all things discussed here this morning and beyond again we want to continue to hear from you uh as we continue uh bringing these forums uh sporadically over the next couple of months in between our civic and political engagement segments all right now, on behalf of LaMoya Burks and myself, Mark White, and all the great and wonderful people here at Texas County Radio Center, thank you for being our listeners and for being kind enough to tune in to the Sunday show. And remember, next Sunday is our Crosstalk panel, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you uh, during that time as well. But remember, you are listening to KTOY 104.7, the station that cares about the quality of your life, the soul of the city.
In case you want to hear this show again, it will be rebroadcast at 6 p.m. this evening on our sister station, KTOY Gospel 105.9 FM. And the podcasts of previous shows are also available online at KTOY104.7.com. If you would like to appear on the Sunday show, please contact me at 903-794-1047 or on my cell at 903-244-3997 or Mark White at 903-276-1899. Please keep in mind, we prefer to schedule guests at least a month in advance. And listen, you all are welcome to send a text. Uh, Just be a human. You know, sometimes a call comes in. You don't know if you're being spoofed. So again, please give a text or leave us a message we love you thanks for tuning in and we hope that you'll join us again next sunday for the sunday show have a great week bye-bye